0: This city is a dirty, ugly thing. These streets are full of people looking to get their shot. Inside every skyscraper you'll find some suit thinks he's got control of it all. But you peel that back, and you'll find one thing. At the heart of it there's me. Crime's own Rockefeller. And my name is Mickey O'Shea. You know, moments like this, I wish I was Friedman's sort of stupid and impulsive. (sighs) Let's get this straight. I know you think I'm plenty stupid and impulsive. You can think what you want. You've got no idea how good you've got it, and you can thank me for that. You're welcome. No, if I were Saul, I might take this precious Webster of yours and throw it out the nearest window. Smash it to bits on the sidewalk and teach you a lesson. Hell... Might even throw it out the window at you. you can't say I'm not tempted, Blake. I'd be lying if I did. But I'm not Saul. Saul's dead, and I'm not, and you wouldn't learn a goddamn thing even if I did throw this 30-pound brick at you, you gormless mook. You just pop right back up again and start complaining. Look, it's not that I don't get it. I think maybe you forget that I'm the one who came and got you. I've seen that look before. Been the one to put it there, once or twice. You don't have to say it for me to know. I get it. Really, I do. Now, if you and I were on speaking terms right now, this is the part where you'd interrupt me. Something, something. If you really understand, you should be on my side, Mickey. I had to, it wasn't right, blah, blah, blah. Me not getting it Isn't the problem here, Blake. The problem is you're not getting it. I'll be frank with you. I'm mad as hell. The only reason I didn't follow you out into the street to let the whole damn neighborhood know what an asshole you are is because I don't think you get what you did. I don't think you know what kind of damage you've done. And you know what? Maybe that's my fault. I've been letting you run around like you're gonna save the goddamn world. Yeah, sure, I gave you a hard time over it, but I never pushed the issue. And look where that got us. You're not in goddamn Kansas anymore. This isn't Dorothy's Adventures in Wonderland. This isn't a story. You can't just play hero and expect everything to work out okay. Maybe that's how things work back where you come from, but it's not how they work here. Just cause it's good doesn't mean it's right. Sometimes the good thing is the wrong thing dumb thing, the dangerous thing. Hell, sometimes the good thing isn't even really the good thing when you take a look at the bigger picture. And what you did? It was the wrong move, Blake. It was stupid. It was wrong. And you didn't do nearly as much good as I think you must have thought you were. What do you think that guy's gonna do now that he's not tied up with Wu? You think he's gonna turn a new leaf and become an upstanding citizen? He's a goddamn ghoul who climbs inside people's bodies and strolls around in them like a fine new suit. He would have done it to Ma if she'd shown up to the meeting. He would have done it to Wu if we were less of a paranoid prick. And he would have done it to me if I hadn't already been interred at the time. And you think it's a good thing that you put him out of his misery? Let him go right back to business as usual? Let him tell Howard everything he overheard in that box, huh? I don't think you do, Blake, because I don't think you were thinking. I think you let that thing in your chest do the thinking for you, and now I'm the one stuck dealing with the aftermath. You know how long it took me to convince Wu not to go after you? You're welcome. I brought you to that meeting thinking you understood it wasn't gonna be a goddamn Sunday social. I vouched for you, and you turned around and put a bullet between the eyes of a valuable asset because you felt bad for him? I trusted you, and when you broke that trust, you shook Ma and Wu's trust in me. And I don't know if you could tell, but it wasn't exactly solid to start with. You don't like the way me and mine do things? turn around and you leave. You believe and you complain to me later and I put up with it because I'm nice like that. When Gordon dragged your sorry carcass into Charlie's office, I was the one who gave you a place to stay. When Howard's Monster followed us into the Tantalus, I let you into my home. And when I crawled out of my goddamn grave and into this mannequin, the very first thing I did was go out of my way to save your sorry ass again. Now lucky for you, I've never been the sort of person who cares one way or another about debts. And all that time. I've asked you for two things. Just two. I asked you to tell my brother I loved him. And I asked you not to do anything stupid in front of Ma and Wu. I didn't think either was too much to ask Blake. I thought that was the sort of thing I could trust you with. But I guess even that's too much for you. No, instead you gotta screw up and then screw off somewhere. I bet you're wandering out Fifth or Liliana. Hell, maybe even Bestage by now. Acting like you got your own private rain cloud. I'd say I think I see clouds on the horizon and blame you for them. But we both know that's not how my eyes work anymore. Oh, and speaking of Mickey's new eyes, you ever stop to think about how your old pal Mickey was going to get home after the meeting without you, huh? Turns out that driving with the stop signs and street lights all blending in the background is the exact same sort of off-color noise is, uh, how do I put this, a huge goddamn pain in my ass, Blake. But sure. All right. Walk it off, you stupid, selfish f- <coughs> Gordon, that you? Nah, it's me, boss. Oh, Johnny, hey.
1: You okay? Matthew said he saw you storm up here looking pissed. Said you put on the angry face.
0: But don't ask. And don't, don't worry about it. Just, just making some notes. Solving some problems that came up at the meeting whole lot of problems coming up lately. A whole lot of questions. Less answers than I like. That'll work out. Between you and Gordon,
1: we'll figure this out. And you know, you'll always have me and Maddie.
0: You know, Johnny, when the guns started going missing, there were a lot of ways I thought that was gonna shake out. And uh, magic, monsters, and my hands are made of lacquered maple heartwood weren't words I thought were gonna come up when we were talking about it after.
1: Yeah, but when have things ever gone according to plan with you?
0: You know, speaking of monsters... how do you feel about visiting the rat? Oh,
1: not you too, Mick. I just got Gordon to stop going to talk to that ugly son of a bitch.
0: Before you say anything, shut up.
1: Mickey! How are you liking your new vessel? I hope it's not (laughs) keeping you up at night. You always were a bad sleeper.
0: Yeah, yeah. I barely slept before and I don't sleep at all now. Didn't feel the need to warn Gordon, I guess.
1: He never asked. Come on, Mick. That's rule number one. What have you been teaching Gordy if you weren't teaching him that?
0: Wish I could say I'd been teaching him not to talk to creeps like you, but here we are.
1: After everything I did for you, Mickey. Pulling your ispa back for your little brother. You dropped a building on me, and I brought you back to life. And I didn't even charge Gordon extra for it. You should be thanking me for my generosity.
0: You're never going to let that go, are you? So I dropped the Tantalus on you. You're fine, unfortunately. Quit whining about it. And you and I both know you didn't do jack nor shit.
1: You don't know that.
0: Actually, I do. I saw what came for me. And it sure as hell wasn't your ugly mug.
1: You saw? (laughs) Oh, poor Mickey. Only a few reasons a mortal soul sees its roots in the forest and I can guess which one is yours. You always were unlucky, Mick.
0: Don't call me Mick. And go ahead, laugh it up. What I did or didn't see doesn't matter. I'm out here and you're in there. Tomorrow, I'll still be out here and you'll still be in there. That's always how it's gonna be.
1: Always is a big promise to make, Mickey. I'm patient. I can wait.
0: So can I these days. What you gonna do? Wait for me to die of old age and hope I pass the buck to somebody less wise to your bullshit? Got bad news for you.
1: Yeah, I can't admit it. You're taking to this form better than I thought you would. It won't last though.
0: Better than you hoped I would, you mean. And says who?
1: Mortals aren't meant to go without eating or sleeping. It'll catch up to you eventually. I can wait. Hmm.
0: We'll see. Didn't sleep much because I never really liked sleeping. And food's always been a hassle anyway. Only thing I miss much is gin. And with the way the hangovers were starting to get, I was thinking about laying off the sauce sooner or later anyway. Just, uh, happened sooner than I expected.
1: You might not miss it now, sure. But what about in a year? Five years? Ten? It'll catch up with you eventually, Mickey. And I'll be waiting when it does.
0: Yeah, well. We'll see.
1: I'll see. You'll scream.
0: You're assuming the first thing I do after I walk out of here isn't going to be having somebody pour a slab over this place and leave you down here forever?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. You can't do that. Then how will Gordon pay his debt to me? You wouldn't want him breaking his promise, would you?
0: Actually, that's what I wanted to talk to you about.
1: What's done is done, Mickey. Comb through the fine print all you like. Gordy and I have a deal.
0: I want to know what he promised you.
1: Oh! He didn't tell you? Huh, so much for family trust.
0: Can't. What'd my brother promise you?
1: <laughs> I don't know if I should say.
0: Hmm. Must not be anything too bad then, Are you just what have said so.
1: That's a big assumption you're making, Mickey.
0: Sure. But you're consistent. If Gordon had promised you his own life, or, I don't know, his firstborn kid or something, you would have told me before I could ask. Try to get me to give you a counteroffer.
1: You can't make a counteroffer on a deal with one of the infinite names. What's done is done.
0: Sure you can. Howard made a deal with his bullet and Gordon made a counteroffer on that bullet. Simple as that.
1: I'll be honest, Mickey. I'm speechless. I'm a being who has seen countless worlds. Consume the experience of more souls than you'll ever meet. And I have to tell you, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Ever.
0: You know, I don't think you understand what speechless is supposed to mean.
1: Did seeing the underside of the forest break you, Mickey? Did it knock something loose in that head of yours? Yeah, maybe. Made you realize something, didn't it? I've got all the time in the world. Tell me all about your revelation. I don't mind playing shrink.
0: Come on, tell me. What happened when you died, Mickey? None of your business. What did Gordon promise you?
1: None of your business.
0: Actually, since it's got something to do with me coming back, I think it is my business, Rat.
1: Gordon made the deal. I don't owe you nothing.
0: Sure. Tell you what. I close you up in here and come back in a month. See if you're feeling more cooperative then. You know, assuming Gordon doesn't come clean first. I just forget.
1: August Howard. What about him? Gordon promised me August Howard.
0: Oh, why didn't you say so? Damn, you weren't kidding when you said you let him off of light. Maybe I really do owe you a thanks. Not that you're gonna get one. Sure, we'll get you, Howard. If anyone deserves to be locked up in here with you for eternity, it's him.
1: See? We're on the same side. We want the same things.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't think we do. The thing Gordon sent to get me, what'd he give it? I've seen Elle do her rituals. I know they don't come cheap. It took her a whole finger just to trap you down here. Gordon doesn't look like he's missing any bits, but I know better than to think that means he isn't. What'd he give up?
1: <laughs> Why don't you try asking him?
0: He did. He won't say.
1: Well, maybe you should try respecting his privacy. He's a grown man, Mickey. Let him make his own mistakes.
0: I'm gonna find out one way or another.
1: Oh, you will. And I'm sorry I can't be there to see it when you do. The look on your face. What'd he give it? Can it? What the
0: hell did he give it? So that was a bust. Figured I'd haul your whiner's block along with me so you could rest assured I wasn't torturing any more poor, innocent, body-stealing assholes who want us all dead. Hope you enjoyed the goddamn dog and pony show you got instead. You see what I'm dealing with, Blake? Cut me some slack. If you feel like being useful, consider talking to Gordon for me. Find out what I can't. I don't care how you do it. In fact, I don't want to know. And I'll break your nose if you try to tell me. The hell are you supposed to get out of talking to this thing? It's nothing like talking to a person. Just sits there, buzzing. Is that what you want? Someone to just sit there and nod as you ramble and whine about your life? Jesus. Where the hell are you? Just come back already. Gordon keeps looking at me like I did something to you. And if I'm going to get blamed for it anyway, I really am going to find you and make sure I deserve it. So come back already, all right?